and welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, with my co-host, Micah Maddox, and this month we are focusing on aspects of fatherhood. The role of a father in the life of a child is priceless and necessary. This month we want to take time to honor fathers. Dads are mentoring the next generation, whether it is their own children or spiritual children. Psalm 68, verses 4 through 6 says, Sing to God, sing in praise of His name, extol Him who rides on the clouds, rejoice before Him, His name is the Lord. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in His holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families, He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. Wow, Micah, this verse just takes me back to a time when God used this verse in my life to encourage me when I felt so very lonely and forgotten. Yeah, I really love how it talks about the father to the fatherless. You know, we all know your story Mm -hmm. takes us to a place where your kids were fatherless. You didn't have the man in the house. And so many people in our culture today are living that that yes. truth, right? And in my own life, I had a season in my life where there was no dad in the home. And it's just a tough, tough thing. But today, we want to take a minute to recognize the dads who are present mm-hmm. and who have engaged in their children's lives. And to do that, we have invited two very special guests to join us. These are two men who have stepped in and stepped up to take the role on of fathering not only biological children, but also they have stepped in as the role of stepdad, foster dad, and mentor life trainer for children in need. So today we want to welcome first Denise, your husband Clay. Yay! Welcome, Clay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. Well, Micah, it might be hard for me to concentrate with my hunky hubby Clay here. <laughs> I'm going to try. God brought my precious husband into my life when my children and I were in a really tough spot. I call my husband my beau, which is short (laughs) for Boaz, because he has been like a kinsman redeemer to me. It is not every man who'd be willing to take on five kids. Five kids? That's a lot. That's a lot. I feel like we should have like an applause right now for yeah. Clay. <laughs> See, I can clap now. <laughs> Seems like a lot, but you know, I grew up in a family of five, so okay. there's an experience there that I think God has uh, coordinated or orchestrated that, you know, would apply at some point in my life that I didn't, you know, yet know. So everything is there for reason and intention and God's perspective. That's right. God's perfect plan, right? He was already preparing you before you even knew what your life held. So during your transition to meeting Denise, you were living as a single dad. Is that right? Uh, That's right. And uh, I guess it goes back even further than that, you know, as far as preparation for me uh, meeting Denise and, and being uh, a helpmate and a sister, I guess, in, in her situation. But I think uh, the advantage, if you would say advantage, I don't know that I thought of it as an advantage at the time, but 
you know, it's not the first time I had been a single dad, you know, so I brought that experience to the relationship. And unfortunately, you know, my first marriage ended when my daughter was six months old. So I have that experience to bring to, you know, that was a pretty tragic circumstance. But, uh, you know, I, I learned a lot from a perspective of a single parent for the couple of years there that I was raising a, a small child daughter that arguably, you know, people would say was highly dependent upon the mother. So I was in a pretty unique situation as a single father. And then uh, again, later in my life, you know, as a single dad of a teenager. So, you know, I think that brought a unique perspective to our relationship. Wow, it's really commendable to hear. I mean, you just don't hear of that often, right? You just don't hear of it. But God's used it so clearly to just redeem your whole story, which we can't hear. wait to hear more about. What would you say? Now, you, you blended your families together, you and Denise. So what would you say is one of the hardest things about blending a family? We have a lot of blended families out there, people that are listening, that are walking through the trenches of the struggle of trying to figure out how do we make peace in this situation? So what's a struggle that you think blended families face? Well, I think to follow on, you know, with the initial question during the time of a single parent, you know, I recall specifically, especially in the younger case, six months old, that, you know, I would feel like a a failure as a parent if my child was crying in public. Mm-hmm. And that was especially intensified in the middle of a court situation. And so when you add those dynamics to single parenting, there can be a tendency to, to uh, placate and, uh, you know, patronize the children to where things get out of balance because either, you know, there's cases of divided loyalty or there's cases of imminent danger. You know, both Denise and I, you know, had a situation where, the, you know, the, the ex or the other household, you know, may have resulted in harm to the child or or some other things that, you know, and, and to, to deal with that, you know, sometimes it's, there can be some things out of balance as far as, uh, you know, uh, boundaries and discipline within the home and decision making. You know, in the latter, as the children got older, there was a tendency to share and decision making because of a lack of another adult in the household. Mm. And so when we get got married, you know, there's a recognition that some of those things needed to change, that there was a order and discipline that was lacking in the household and an imbalance between, you know, decision-making and, uh, uh, I guess, processing between the children and the parent. And so, you know, there's where you see God's plan in a two-parent household, that the other parent brings strength and uh, oversight and accountability that was lacking in a single-parent home. So that's a difficult transition, but it's a necessary one for the health of the children over the long term. 
Wow, I think that's such a valuable point, especially if there's those that are kind of struggling with maybe that next step after a really messy divorce or Mm -hmm. after a situation of tragedy and they're trying to move forward and they feel God may be calling them to a relationship. This gives them hope that, you know, there, there is a purpose for it. And a two parent household is necessary. It's needed for the child's well-being. Mm-hmm. What do you think as your role as a dad, how does that contribute to the success of the family unit? You know, we know the ideal situation is mom and dad. And ideally, that would be original, biological mom and dad. But that's not the way it works all the time because mm-hmm. of sin, tragedy, mess, right? We right. live in a messy world. So what is your role as dad? How does that contribute to a successful family unit? Well, first and foremost, I, I think your role as a dad is to support your wife. And Amen. Uh, <laughs> and everybody says. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, the Bible says that to become one flesh, that you need to walk in unity. You know, and of course, I've been blessed and fortunate to have a wife that supports me in my decision making. And, uh, you know, sometimes... You know, that decision can evolve, you know, even if it's not immediately seen as the correct decision in the beginning, there needs to be that support and and room for growth and, uh, you know, allow uh, differences of opinion for that. But the kids need to see that you uh, love and support each other regardless and will come behind the other parent. So, you know, I I think that helped Denise and and affirming authority in the household is that, you know, I was going to come behind her and stand with her decision-making and not cave in, you know, to the kids. And as a single parent, there's that tendency to cave in, mm. you know, at some point. Yeah, I think that's valuable wisdom. The unified, you know, couple, the mom and dad on the same page, even as a step mom or stepdad being on that same page and not playing good guy, bad guy, good parent, bad parent. Really, really important wisdom. So as you've walked through, this is more of a personal introspective question. I hope it's okay that we go here. But as you've walked through divorce, living as a single dad, blending a family, how has God changed you and how has God sustained you through all of that? Loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I can't uh, deny the fact that there were periods as a single parent where you get overwhelmed a little bit by uh, despair and, uh, you know, lack of uh, uh, closure or vision for your life. And so I I would encourage, you know, people to, uh, you know, use that time as a time of service fellowship with other uh, like-minded and mature adults who can speak into your life but at the same time uh, you know you see past the short-term deficiencies you know perhaps you're mourning the loss of a spouse you know it could be you know not just divorce or death or or some other tragic circumstance but you see a, a longer-term relationship with Christ and uh, you know, take the focus off of yourself and and put it on serving others. Mm-hmm. And really, uh, that's a model that the children need to see as well. 
And so I think God honors that, you know, when he sees uh, humbleness, you know, then uh, I can't say in every case, but in my case, you know, he moved in to restore the broken life with the relationship that was, you know, beyond, you know, beyond comprehension. And so, you know, uh, God used Denise to complete my life at a time when it was not asked for, not unexpected. Wow. And, uh, you know, in turn, I think uh, we're able to share that benefit with the children. That's really special. Mm -hmm. It's really such hope for the broken world that we live in. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at the statistics and... You've got broken homes, I mean, all over the place, even in the church. Mm -hmm. I think it's like 50%, something like Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. so to hear your story and to hear that, you know, you two could come together, both with already having, you know, a past, having baggage, having kids, putting two families together in the same home. And now, you know, your children, most of them are almost grown and walking with the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know you have your struggles, but... They're doing overall. The family unit is working. Yes. What hope that gives those who are listening. I love it. It's so amazing. So, as Denise came into your life, she had some older children, and you had to walk through those first three months and years in a house <laughs> with those kids and figure out how to make this thing work, right? And so you come in as dad. You come in as dad, and you're trying to earn their approval, earn your place as dad, how in the world do you do that? Well, I, th- I think, you know, again, there's a, a, a example of service that you want to, you know, show that your children, you know, acquire. You know, Micah, being a step-parent is hard. It isn't natural to have blended families, but with God's help, we can have families that reflect His purposes and glorify Him. You know, truly, when you look in God's Word, you see messy families from the beginning. Yet we can idolize what is the perfect family, not realizing that there is no such thing. We're not living in the utopic Garden of Eden anymore, but our God is able to restore families. Today's verse is such a reminder of this truth. God's heart is to heal families, and I believe He used both of our husbands to do that in their own unique way. Now, Micah, your husband Rob is with us today, and he took on the role of a foster dad, which is similar to a step-parent as well. And Rob, we're glad to have you here today, but I think you're going to have to be on the next episode. (laughs) Sounds good. The raw truth today is that the role of dad is vitally important, but when earthly dads fall, God in his divine way always offers healing. The real grace is that God uses men in this generation to step in and step up to fill the role of dad. And the real hope is that even when a family is broken, there is always hope for redemption. And Denise, I think your story just demonstrates that so beautifully. So thank you. Thank you, Clay, for being with us today. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. 